Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Happy recognition of Martin Luther King Day. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Glory to your name, God. Father God, good morning. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify your name on today, God. God, we thank you for who you are and for who you've been. God, we thank you that you are a promise keeper. That you are a decision maker. God, that you are a way through, a way over, that you are a way under. God, I thank you that there is no mountain too high, no valley too low, Lord God, where you will not come and see about us. God, I thank and praise you this morning for this is the day that you have made. God, we will rejoice and be glad in it despite what it looks like, God. Despite what's happening around us, God, we will yet celebrate your name. We will give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. God, we thank you that you are unfailing. Always mindful of us. You never turn your back on us. God, and you never cease to amaze us. God, there is nothing you won't do for us when we are in the will of God. So God, we thank you for proper placement on this morning. We thank you for proper positioning on this morning that you'll find us in a place of worship. God, and we'll lean not to our own understanding, but in all thy ways, God, we'll acknowledge you. For it is you who will direct our path. And it's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus we pray. Thank God and amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, wise who wore. Listen, I'm excited about today. Um, but I pray that you all saw the note that I placed in the Wives Who War group over the weekend. And let me kind of give you some background behind that. On Saturday morning, Tamika Caldwell was teaching um, and then began to declare and decree a blessing over us as wives and our husbands about being slow to anger and we know that just as we hear the word, God hears the word, the enemy hears the word. And the enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to come and snatch the word from you, right? So that you cannot utilize it, so that it does not manifest in your life. Meaning, um, you gotta be on guard. For those of you who have 
uh, made a stance with me to be covenant partners. And for those of you um, who are an active participant in the 30 Days um, Wise Who Wore Prayer Challenge, you have got to be on your guard because the enemy is going to try you in the very area you are believing God for. You're steadfast in prayer. You are fasting on Wednesdays, if not more, because you're along with your church group. Um, and the enemy is going to rear its head when you least expect it. And he's coming for the word that you are believing God for the most. But guess what? The devil is a liar and he will not win because he's already been defeated. So you gotta be uh, steadfast <laughs> and unmovable, right? You've got to be steadfast and unmovable which is why you've got to ask God, you have to ask God to give you the gift of discernment so that you can quickly discern what it is. Is it man? Is it enemy? Right? So that you can begin to navigate the territory and then begin to take authority over the territory because God has given you the power to pull down vain imagination. He's given you the authority and he's given you the power, right? To tread upon serpents, to bruise the enemy's head. So you have got to be on alert. You, you've got to be on alert. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's not the enemy. It could be God testing you in this very thing that you're believing for. But don't fall for the okie doke. The enemy is defeated. If you stand still, you will see the salvation of the Lord. Yes. Watch and pray. Stop walking around with your eyes wide shut. Ask God to, rip, to pull back the scales from your eyes so that you can see the trick of the enemy coming, right? Before it even happens, you should begin to sense something changing, right? So just be watchful and then pray. And then don't be moved. Be slow to anger. Quick to pray. And quick to be quiet. Yeah. Day 15. And to, you all know today is Monday. It's show up Monday. It is show up Mondays. Mondays is what sets the course for the remainder of the week. So I'm thankful that you all are on live today. Day 15, one of my monitors is driving me bonkers. So I'm, that's why I'm looking to a different side today. But we're going to get through it. Um, let's see if I can. Give me one quick second. Let me see. Can I make this font a tad bit bigger? 
for those of us that understand what it's like to be over 55. Okay, there we go. Ah, yes. Yes, Michelle, that's good. And then tell the end of the say, look, Satan, get thee behind me, right? Get thee behind me. I've not given you permission, first of all, to even come for me. So who do you think you are? That's good. And then begin to laugh in his face because he's defeated. <laughs> yeah, he's defeated. Day 15, and day 15 is let him, us as wives, be firmly planted. Yes, evangelist, the struggle is real. But I'm going to be like the man that was blind, blind Bartimaeus, right? When God put the, put the dirt on his eyes, the clay, I'm going to need God to fix my eyes. And I believe he'll do it suddenly because I asked. Hallelujah. Day 50, right, Latanya, you did not give him permission. Matter of fact, don't come for me until I send for you. And sometimes we have to take that stance with the enemy. Day 15, let him be firmly planted. Let him be firmly planted. Today's verse, instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction. And he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside streams of water that bears its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Psalms 1, 2 through 3 from the Holloman Christian Standard Bible, HCSB. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted by, beside streams of waters that bears its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Whatever he does prospers. Wives, this particular, uh, this verse pictures a man i want you to get this in your mind's eye the verse is picturing a man firmly planted in god to be firmly planted in god one one must be a person who steers clear of that is someone who avoids someone or something that seems unpleasant dangerous or likely to cause problems. To be firmly planted in God, one must be a person who steers clear of, avoids someone or something that seems unpleasant, dangerous, or likely to cause a problem. When the winds of adversity blow, he may bend a little, but he is never broken. When the winds of adversity blow, he may bend a little, but he is never broken. For those of you that remember um, uh, the uh, bendable man, uh, uh, what was it, Armstrong, 
I can't even think of his name. Or even Gumby, right? You could pull, oh, Stretch Armstrong. You could pull him, you could bend him, right? And he would never break. Why? Because he was firmly planted in God. Even now, the winds have been blowing treacherously here in Northern California. And yes, many trees have fallen and broken, but those whose roots are firmly rooted deep down have been able to sustain themselves, not bend. They may bend, but they will never break. When the dry times come and everything around him is withering, he still flourishes. Why? Because he is tapped into the source. He is tapped into the source of life. And finally, it's because he has such a firm root and whatever he does prospers. The book of Jeremiah says that those whose confidence is in the Lord are like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. <laughs> it leaves are always green. Come on, the book of Jeremiah says that the, those whose confidence is in the Lord are like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear heat when it comes. His leaves are always green. So let me tell you a little story. We noticed that our driveway, which is concrete, was beginning to crack. And it was beginning to lift from the, the, the connection by the sidewalk. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know whether it was the ground settling. We just we just didn't know, right? We didn't know if it was a pothole beginning to take root, uh, uh, you know, beginning to form. We just didn't know what it was. We had an inkling because our neighbor has a very tall tree and the roots were beginning to spread out. So my husband called an arborist. And the arborist said that it was definitely caused due to the roots of the neighbor's tree. So after going back and forth for a little bit, we had the work done per her insurance company. And as the workers begin to break up, I hear the Lord saying, break up the fallow ground, but break up the concrete break up the fallow ground. We noticed that the roots from the tree that were probably a good 20 yards away from our grass had grown towards the grass. Why? 
because we water our grass and the, the roots were looking for water. Those who have confidence in the Lord are like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. The tree was looking for moisture, was looking for the water, even though it had to cross over 20 yards, go under cement, go under the fallow ground. It was looking for the water. It was looking for life. And because it was dry where it was planted, it said, I need to stretch forth my roots so that I can find life on the other side. Life on the other side, because we as believers are tied to the water, God being the water, God being the source, right? You are the source of my strength. Come on. He is the source that we need. He is the living water. And because we are like plants, like the trees planted, we have got to find the living water. We got to stretch our roots so that we can chase the water. That's how we become planted like trees on a stream. Jeremiah says that those who are confident in the Lord are like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots. By the stream, it does not fear when the heat comes, Tamika. The heat. Denise, what is the heat? The heat of the enemy. The heat of, 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 of a quarrel that has gone forth in your home with your husband, with your children. The heat that may come on your workplace. It does not fear it. And its leaves are always green. Green, why? Because I am directly connected to the source and where God is, I have life. You have life. Are there any water chasers on the line this morning? Anybody desiring for their roots and the roots of their husbands to grow deep and chase the living water? <clears throat> Throughout the Bible, Believers are described in many ways. You're described in many ways. A believer is described as a city. Matthew 5 and 14 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. It cannot be hid. We're also described as a sheep. John 
10. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. As an eagle in Isaiah 40 and 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. In Psalms 1 and 3, a believer is described to be like a tree. A tree is valuable in so many ways. A tree is a blessing. It provides fruit and shade for both mankind and animal. A tree serves as herbs and supplies fresh air. Also, a tree holds and enriches the soil. God in his infinite wisdom is painting a picture here with the life of a believer. The reason for his success and his ability to flourish, the one who is planted firmly like a tree planted by the rivers of water, the one that will not be moved, but the one who is planted in dry places who will chase after the water because I'm not being fed over here. I'm not flourishing where I'm at in this place of dryness. So I have to go find the water. He is successful and has the ability to flourish while others are failing And it has nothing to do with his intelligence or his stamina. It is because he delights in the instructions of the Lord. There are many books written on success. Lots of advice on how to improve yourself. But when we learn to delight in the instruction of the Lord, we have the promises of success. Psalms 1, 2, and 3 says, instead, his delight is in the Lord. It's in the Lord's instructions. And he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside streams of water that bears its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does, whatever he places his hands to do, wherever his feet treads, whatever he does prospers. Yeah, we declare and decree that our husband's roots would be deeply rooted and strongly grounded in the love and in the word of God. Psalms 
So when we delight our, learn to delight ourselves in the instruction of the Lord, we have the promise of success. Here are a few ways that you get to delight in the Lord. And then the 15, the 30 day challenge will make sense to you as to why we start every morning in worship. And why this is about a teaching and an empowerment moment. How do you delight yourself in the Lord, Denise? You write your own personal psalm to him. God, you are lovely. You are kind. You are merciful. You are grateful, God. Your love is never ending. Write your own personal psalm, song to him, the Lord. And then you dance before him like David danced. You thank him for the long list of things that he's done for you. The mere fact that he woke you up this morning and started you on your way. The mere fact that you have the activities of your limbs and you are in your right mind. You could have been dead and gone and you could have been sleeping outdoors with no food and no shelter. But God has provided for you. Thank him for the long list of things that he's done. He kept you when you didn't even know that you needed to be kept. He preserved you. When you were in the darkness, God waited on you to come to the light. Memorize scripture. He's not asking you to know Genesis to Revelation. But what do you know? When the enemy comes at you, what verse will come up out of your mouth? What do you say to the brokenhearted? What do you say to yourself when all hope is gone? Yes, you can call me to pray for you, but what are you praying for yourself? Sing to him. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, love those who are unkind to you. Find a way to serve a widow or orphan in your community. When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I didn't have food, did you clothe me? Read the Bible every morning, which is what we're really doing. Listen to him. Not when you're just waiting for him to give you a yes answer, but even when you need the no answer, listen to the voice of God. Take heed to his word and then do what he tells you to do. 
praise him every day, worship at home and in your car, not just at church. God is everywhere and he's waiting with bated breath to hear from you. Listen to teachings to understand him more. Try to please him with every thought and word. Ask him to give you the mind of Christ. Ask him to correct your speech. Tell him how much you love him and believe his promises. Love your husband when he's unlovable. Honor him with your money. Are there any tithers on the line this morning? God requires us to live off of the 90, not the 100. Get your life in order. Guard your heart from social media, news, secular TV, and magazines. No, I'm not telling you to stop watching them, stop, stop scrolling, but everything in every post does not require a, a thumbs up, a heart, a sad face, or even a comment. Scroll on by. Scroll on by. You're on the TV, right? And something catches your eye, but you know that it's not from God. Keep surfing the TV until you find something that will speak to the very core of you. How many of you know who's dating who because of the magazines for which you are reading. You have got to guard your eye gates and your ear gates in this particular season. Because it's not the days of old. And then talk about what the Lord has done for you at every opportunity. I only need a few more minutes of your time and I'm going to let you go. I know it's a holiday Monday. Talk about what the Lord has done for you at every opportunity you have. This is not about boasting of yourself, but it's boasting of the goodness of Jesus. Somebody needs to understand that God is yet good that God is yet on the throne, that God is yet answering prayer, that God is yet healing, he is yet delivering, and he is yet setting people free. How do I know that? Because I'm a recipient of God's promises that he would never leave me nor forsake me, nor would my seeds beg for bread. I'm a recipient of his promises that he is a promise keeper. I am a recipient of his healing. How do I know? Because not only has he healed me, but he's healed my mother of double breast cancer. He is a healer. I am a recipient of God's goodness and his grace. 
And it has nothing to do with me boasting on myself because it's nothing of my that I've done of my own. But I can testify of the Lord's goodness. Because surely he has been good to me and my family. No, every day is not roses. But despite the hard days, despite the days that I want to give up, cave in and quit, God still shows up in his fullness, in the totality of who he is. And he blesses me over and over and over. So yes, all the days of my life and every day that I have breath in my body, I will thank him for what he has done and who he has been and what he's going to do. Yet, Yes, praise him in advance for what he is doing and what he is going to do. Listen, y'all, many didn't make it out of the pandemic, but we are one of the ones who did. He's faithful, Tamika. When you, your husband, or anyone else for that matter, delights themselves in the Lord, not only will you bless him, and feel closer to him, but his word says that then he will give you the desires of your heart. When we do these things that I just talked to you about, when your husband does them, and sometimes we have to show them how to delight themselves in the Lord. Because men are a different species. But when we do these things, God says, I will give you the desires of your heart. Delighting yourself in the Alpha, the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end is not a one-time experience. It is a lifetime and it is a lifestyle. One you will never regret. When we delight in and meditate on the word of God, i.e. the Bible, as the blessed man does in Psalms 1, we too will be like a tree planted by streams of water. We will be firmly rooted and Jesus, our ultimate source of life, will bring nourishment and refreshment. We will regularly bear fruit. As Galatians 5, 22 through 23 teaches. And we as a tree planted by streams of water. Will provide shade and rest to others who are burdened or are in need. Galatians 6, 2 and 10. Jesus said, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthews eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. 
It is in giving our burdens to Jesus that we find true rest and as a result, true strength. As the tree planted by streams of water does not fear when he comes, Jeremiah 17 and 8 says, so does the one rooted in Jesus have peace when troubles or trials come. So as the leaves of the tree planted by streams of water are always green, so will the one rooted and grounded in love always be alive. Ephesians 3 and 17 from the ESV version. Wives, God desires for our husbands to be firmly planted in his word. As you pray for your husbands today, pray that the word of God will become the centerpiece of his life. Ask the Lord to burn in his heart a deep desire and delight in the word of God. Pray he has a willing heart to not only know the word of God, but to completely obey and delight in it. Pray that he will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. Catch this revelation. Pray that he will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. The action of standing means that we are extremely close to being agreeable to a sinful situation. Pray that he will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. The action of walking symbolizes that he will, that we are still moving and are able to, excuse me, let me back up. Yeah. Pray that he will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. The action of walking symbolizes that we are still moving and able to escape a sinful situation. The action of standing means that we are extremely close to being agreeable with a sinful situation. And the action of sitting is an indication that we are choosing to participate in it. Therefore, pray that your husband will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. Because his walking symbolizes that he is still moving and is able to escape a sinful situation. His action of standing means that he is extremely close to being agreeable to the sinful situation. And his action of sitting indicates that he is choosing to participate in the sin. Therefore, pray against the fact that he will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. 
God, however, has given us a way of escape. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. If we meditate on his word, he will give us the strength to bypass the temptation of sin by running from it. When we can do this, we become deeply rooted in him, all the while drinking his living water. It is through him, God the Father, that we will be able to demonstrate fruitful lives for God. So on this morning, Lord God, we, your wives, your daughters, the one that you've cloaked in the mantle to cover our husbands in prayer are here petitioning you on the behalf of our husbands. God, we pray, God, I pray that Lonnie would be like a tree planted by living water. God, use that praise that Leo would be like a tree planted by living water. Tamika prays that Anthony would be like a tree planted by living water. Darlene is praying that Vincent would be like a tree planted by living water. Gwendolyn is praying that Byron would be like a tree planted by living water. Kara is play, praying that Ajamu would be like a tree planted by living water. Janelle is praying that Lee would be planted, would be like a tree planted by living water. Valerie is praying that Cedric would be like a tree planted by living water. Shannon is praying that Earl would be like a tree planted by living water, Lord God. Debbie is praying that Pastor Santos would be like a tree planted by living waters. Tracy is praying Give me one second. I want to make sure that I am calling out the names. Who is tied to Patrick? Come on, put it in, put it in so I can catch it. I don't see the name attached to it. Somebody tell me who it is. Latanya is praying that Jabari would be like a tree planted by living water. Who is the I am? Type your name in, please. Gwendolyn, thank you. Thank you. Gwendolyn is praying that Patrick would be like a tree planted by living waters. So God, here we are as your daughters interceding on the behalf of our husbands. And God, we decree and declare that they shall be like trees planted by living water. Valetta is praying that Odell would be like a tree planted by living water. Petria is praying that Brian would be like a tree planted by living waters. God, we are praying that they will delight 
themselves in your word. And we are asking that you place within them a deep desire, a hunger to not only know your word, but to obey and delight in it. Jamila is praying that Pastor Rufus would be like a tree planted by living waters. God, allow our husband's roots to grow deep. God, and for those husbands who are not connected to the vine, God, may their roots chase after the water, the living water. Even if it's 20, 30, 40, or 50 yards away, oh God, let them chase after it and find you. Because he who finds you has life. Life. God, we speak life to every dead husband on today, God. We speak life to every husband, Lord God. Life. Life. We decree and declare long life shall they have in Jesus' name. May they be like trees planted by living water, Lord God. We pray that they would delight themselves in your word. And that you would give them a hunger and a deep desire to not only know your word, but to obey and delight in it. To delight in it. God, to write down their own personal psalms to you. That they would thank you for the long list of things that you've done for them. God, that they would memorize the verses. God, that they would listen to you and obey you. God, that they would praise you every day. That they would believe your promise. That they would delight in you. God, and we pray that you will bless them and prosper them as they delight in your word. God, we believe you on this morning. God, we believe you on this morning. God, we believe the word of the Lord on this morning that our husbands will be firmly planted. God, they will. They might get hit, God, but they will be like the tree planted by the rivers of living water. God, that they will not move. They might bend, but they will not break, oh God. They will not break under the pressures of this world. They will not break on their jobs, God. They will not break because you put them in places of leadership. They will not break. They will be like Stretch Armstrong, God. They will be pulled in many directions. But God, because they are firmly rooted in you, you will bring them back together and they will stand at attention knowing that it is you who they trust in, knowing that it is you who they rely and have confidence in knowing that it is you, Lord God. 
That is their source. That is their strength. Knowing that it is you, Lord God, that provides for them. And whatever they do, they shall prosper. So God, on this morning, we ask that you would anoint their hands, oh God. That whatever they lay their hands to, God would prosper. I ask that you would anoint their feet. That wherever their feet tread, God would be blessed. Because of who they are in you. God, and I ask that you would anoint their mouth. That God, as they open it to speak. That they would begin to speak of your goodness. That they would begin to speak of your greatness. Your goodness and your mercies. That they would begin to speak. On how lovely you are. How faithful you've been. God, and on this morning, we seal this teaching. We seal this prayer in the precious blood of Jesus. For the blood still works. The blood still covers. The blood still protects. And we know that when we apply the blood of Jesus over the doorpost, that the death angel must pass by. The blood never loses its power. The blood, it reaches to the highest of mountains. Ha! The blood and it flows to the lowest of valleys. The blood it still works. So God, we thank you for the blood that you shed over 2,000 years ago. God, we thank you for the blood that still has strength 2,000 plus years later, we thank you for the blood. So we plead the blood today. We plead the blood today over our homes, over our husbands, over our sons, over our daughters. We plead the blood today over our grandchildren. We plead the blood today over our parents. We plead the blood today And we thank you 
the blood still works. We thank you that you are a risen Savior. We thank you, Jesus. That you are concerned about us. And because you are concerned about us, you said that you would perfect the very thing that concerns us. So thank you, God. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the blood. For it still works and it still has power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank you that our husbands have victory on this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, that our husbands will not walk, stand, or sit where wickedness is taking place. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, God. I thank you all for staying on. And I pray that as you go about your day on today, that you yourself will delight yourself in the Lord. That you will begin to tell him of his goodness. That you will begin to remind him of all the things that he has done for you. That you will begin to sing a song unto him and that you will bless his name, that you will begin to tell others about everything that he's done for you, that you will believe his promises, that you will love your husband, that you will honor him, and you will honor God. For those of you who are not tithers, listen, you don't get to you don't get to do many of these things because you're not keeping his commandment, which is to give 10% of your income. So for those of you who are not tithers, my prayer is that you start there. And when you step out of the boat in your giving, God is going to meet you. He is going to meet you. When you honor God, he'll honor you. I love you all. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing day. And on tomorrow, come back for day 16. Listen, I don't even know who's going to be here. Somebody's going to be here. Who's here tomorrow? Um, let me see. Can I tell y'all who's with me? Nope, I can't. Um, doesn't matter. Just be here. Um, because God is doing great things. 
and you don't want to miss whatever he has for you um, based on whoever is speaking the word of God, right? So come, be a part of, I love, God is moving, LaTanya. LaTanya has a sold out vision board event and I'm excited for that. Listen, God is selling out venues for his people. <laughs> he is selling out venues for his people because of the obedience. When you align yourself with the word of God, he will give you your heart's desire. God is selling out venues for his people. All right, I gotta go. I love y'all. If your husbands are still in the bed, go back to bed. Don't stay up. And if they up, go sit with them. Don't forget to write your note. Day 15. Bye, guys.